Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. A bong. Um... A well, here's the thing, guys. A bloody bomb. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, no. Shush, 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 no. Can you stop giggling? No, honestly, sorry. Serious. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. The thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Bong. Yes, bloody indeed, bloody indeed, bloody bong. bong. We have again convened on an emergency basis <laughs> to uh, to discuss some important news, which is the stop uh, everything. The Manic Street Preachers have released their fourteenth album, the Ultra Vivid Lament. We've heard it. Yeah. Let's let's briefly discuss our initial impressions on it. Well, first of all, it's very exciting. This is my first yeah, how, Manix how, album like, I've been anpis- anticipating and like, oh, it's going to come out. He said anticipating. He, he did said, say I said anticipating. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let him get away with that. No, absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. Shall I try it again? Yes. Anticipating. Lovely. Uh, uh, uh. An album by how the Manics. How did that you know, feel? Like, it was very exciting, especially because, you know, they're our boys, aren't they? They're our, they are our well tiny boys. little they're boys. They're our bloody yeah. tiny, little, tiny little boys. Lucas, oh, you, uh, similar position for you, although I assume you were less excited than Steve. I'm less excited because, A, it kind of snuck up on me because it leaked. Um <laughs> No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, I did, yeah. B, uh, uh, you know, just to moan a bit about my life. Uh, okay, oh, sure, okay. I kind Breaking of had to, news, Lucas is having a shit time. Bong. I kind of had to really, like, squeeze it in between being just appallingly busy with work, and I didn't really get to, like, kind of get excited and listen to it. I just was like, I have to listen to it in time to record the breaking news. Right, yeah, yes. that is that's true. It is unfair that Mannix did that to you, isn't it? I know, it is, it's just yeah. not cool. It's not on. It is. It's not on. Oh, it's, um, but you said, you said they released their 14th album. Yeah. But it's their 10th. What? Well, I'm is looking it? here on I'm looking here on Wikipedia. Here we go. Here is okay. he's going to make... Postcards from a Young Man is the 10th studio album by Welsh alternative rock band Manic Street Preachers. 
Okay. Now, so if if Lucas's point is is that this sounds like postcards from a young man, you can tell that Lucas has no idea what music actually sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound like postcards. It from sounds a young absolutely man. nothing like postcards from a young. It man. sounds like Matt, the Manic Street Preachers who who recorded postcards from young. Maybe that's where is that what is that what you <laughs> is that where you were getting? This sounds like Generation Terrorists. <laughs> I I don't think. Okay, what Manic album do you think it sounds most like? Uh, Futurology. With a little bit of sort of uh, lifeblood sort of thrown yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Put it this way. I did not listen to it and have the immediate gut reaction that I had to lifeblood or futurology. I well, had the reaction. You really like of, futurology. I had the reaction. We're talking about I like futurology. I like quite a lot of futurology. Futurology is our highest rated Manics album. But not- this is the highest you've been. <laughs> um, you gave it a 6 I- out of 10. Yeah, but that was high for Manix, you fucking twat. Okay. Um, I I listened to it and I just went, that was a bunch of perfectly pleasant Manix songs, which is kind of what like Postcards from a Young Man and like one third of Riff was. Oh, I think it's far more complex than that. I think there's some stuff going on here. But again, I haven't heard it enough. But again, you know, when we get to the real episode that we'll do on this, which we'll do at some point, uh, maybe that would have changed because like I said, I gave it two quick spins whilst working. Yeah, pausing yeah. it for my phone to ring every 35 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And re Like, I did not And that's not the optimal way to, to listen to albums, usually. No, it's not, but I had to because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did tweet, which I feel a bit... Uh, I think I need to apologise. What if Lifeblood and Even in Exile fucked each other bareback? And I feel mm. a bit like I need to apologise for that. But there's some Even in Exile stuff going on in this. Um, the, the kind of movements between songs as tempo changes there's kind of odd ideas coming in the ABBA thing is obviously there maybe I wasn't helped by the fact that after the first two songs had come out mm. Adam said are we going to get postcards me young man too mm-hmm. I was worried about that and interestingly so maybe that coloured my perception it might have well, done, are you but, Steve but, but so like so just get away. I really like the album. I I I really like it. I, I think yeah, I really, it's it's I really do. It's cohesive in a way that resistance well, is we, futile. Should we move on to the track by track? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like like post. Uh, you've got me thinking about postcards of a young man now, which is something I never want to do. Um, <laughs> resistance is futile. You're right, Lucas. Felt like a collection of songs, but this definitely feels like a cohesive sort of piece. Yeah, uh, it feels like an album, um, and in- interestingly for me, the two singles probably the weakest section of the album for me. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe what I'm actually reacting to is I'm more familiar with those two singles, which are more standard, mm. and actually the rest of it didn't sink in enough because a I've only listened to it twice, b I was listening to it whilst I was working really hard, and yeah. c uh, you know it takes a long time for me to kind of glom on. Ses- Settle yeah. with a new album, Glom. That's well, that, true. That's why yes. we wait until we do the full one, isn't it? So we it can all settle nicely, and we can yeah. Have so a good wait for our proper episode on this album next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Adam's going to have all the context for us, all yep. the information, all the yeah, stories, yeah, all yeah. the news, all the yeah, 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 yeah. But I agree that the, the two singles are are the radio bait, really. And then you've yeah. got like some beautiful songs like Still Snowing in Saparo. All right, then I'm just fucking wrong, aren't I? So no, no not necessarily. No, 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 I probably am. I oh, probably, okay, all oh, right, I fine. probably <laughs> am wrong because <laughs> I probably because, like I say, my listen was not optimal. Mm. But then there's also yeah. the thing of like 
how much of me liking this album is that I'm just very excited that there's a new Manic album yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> do you know I what I mean? Like, oh, like, new shiny stuff, yeah. In a few months' time when we do the proper episode, am, is it going to have worn a little bit thin on me? Now, I'm not sure. Even in Exile grew on me quite a lot. And this feels like quite a lot like even in Exile in places. Like you said, Steve, the tempo changes, the mad like 70s jazz synth guitar battle that happens what? That sounds, that halfway sounds great. through one of the songs. That sounds great. I want to Do yourself a favour, have a listen to this album, Lucas. And it'll, yeah, yeah, I really, really, enjoy I really it. did not give this... I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe I should go as close to say, maybe I don't even, shouldn't even count that I've listened to this because <laughs> I was working, my work has been shit recently yeah. With, yeah. Just, with just having too much on. But Maybe what I will just, say, uh, Lucas, is I think if I had given this one listen, I might agree with you. Because no. the, the the first thing that stood out to me is like, I, wow, I gave this it is two. a lot of I gave like... It two. I gave it two listens, Adam. Don't. Th- this is <laughs> like, a lot of it is like, very pop, you know? Like, they still mm. have a big pop sensibility. Like, the melodies and stuff are, are hugely, like, pop and it, it's quite anthemic. I found on the first listen and I it, it sat uneasily with me uh, except for a few standout tracks but as I've listened I've probably listened to it about five or six times now and oh there's some ah there's some beautiful moments on this album mm. uh, for me um, I, th- there are three songs on this album now that I absolutely love and I think one would Ooh. maybe breach the top ten are we allowed um, to talk about them now and see if we compare? Yeah, man. See if you can guess uh, which songs are the ones that I love. Well, I don't know, but can I say mine and compare yeah, them to yeah, yours? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Because I've got three. So I think Snowing in Sapporo... Sapporo, Sapporo? Potato, Potato. Exactly. Um, is <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Absolutely. What, the podcast? Good. Uh, Into the Waves of Love is great. great. And Blank Diary Entry is is something... Um, oh, and hang, I think, sorry, I, I'm I'm still just getting to grips with titles. Is that the one with Mark Lanigan? Oh, yes, it is. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a whole choice. <laughs> yeah. Is that? I'm, oh God, I'm going to get this wrong, and it's going to be embarrassing. Is that the guy in Re- Rewind the Film, or is it just very similar no, vibes no, no, of no, voice? Just, okay, just a similar fine. vibe. Okay. Go on. Um, what, what What's yours? Still snowing in Sapporo. Yeah. Because I think like the album basically opens like ambient. Yeah, quiet and like, and I and I think that like, maybe not in sound, but th- okay. So this this is this is a thing, Lucas. Um, I think that this uh, album is closer to Lifeblood in content than it is in sound, because it's all about memories and ghosts and that stuff that Lifeblood was well, about. Well, that sounds, that sounds too scary. Like, <laughs> it's a bit spooky. The, um, the Halloween album. The, 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 the uh, Stills Knowing in Sapporo is like this album's 1985. It might as well be called 1993. Why, yeah. why have you Because the first things? line of the song yeah. is, uh, it's 1993. I'm walking, yeah. <laughs> I'm walking on my own. It's 1993. In 1993, yeah. I had myself a wee. Really? Great. Oh my God. And you say yeah. you're not a creative man and oh, then yeah. you so... don't know anything about lyrics, but here you are Isn't writing Bellamy Belters. lyrics. Yeah. Uh, my other two, are, there's a little couplet, Diapause, I fucking love. It's one of the, it, it's in the same vein as Hold Me Like a Heaven for me. It, it's It's very, it's quite a sad song but also quite upbeat. And then the next one, Complicated Illusions, just um, just gets me right right in the 
Plums? Nads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just really like it. It's, it's kind of anthemic. A lot of I've seen people on the forum say that um, that's this album's autumn song, but I have to disagree because it's not shit. <laughs> I'll tell you what, something that really struck me with the album is it's actually um, it's a bit loose. Like, mm. Sean's drumming isn't quantized to a point where it doesn't sound real. So it sounds like you're listening to, I wouldn't say live, but definitely but a band playing. You listen to humans yeah. play music. Yeah, yeah. Like like this when he, when he changes the tempo changes. Maybe it's a bit stuttery going into it or something like that. And and that really stuck out that I've never really heard in a Manix album as such so far. Yeah, uh, or that I can remember anyway. Um, um, and Futurology and I quite is responded a bit to like that. that. Although no, because it's got a lot of electronic elements, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's obviously definitely well. It's maybe sort of obvious, but prevalent that. It was written on piano, a lot of the songs, right? So a lot of yes. them featured piano, and it just sounds nice. It does nice. sound... It does what? sound... <laughs> spoilers for context. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. <laughs> this uh, this song, this album has piano on it. Yeah. <laughs> this album that you've heard, Lucas, spoilers, it's got piano on it, even though you've mm, heard it. Spoilers. Not, not, not sure I like knowing about that. No. <laughs> I, would, I want Adam to tell... When we do the proper episode, I'd like yeah, Adam yeah. to tell me... Like when he gets <laughs> the context, like so, this song has yeah. got piano on it. Right. And like maybe talk about like who wrote the piano and like who invented the piano and like what a yep. piano is. Well, I look know. forward to that. Um, forward I feel more. very positively about it. <laughs> it's very good, Lucas. I haven't done I one in a while. I've missed. I've missed it. it. I, I yeah. put it. I put it. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm ranking it quite highly at the moment. And I, if if it grows on me, then you know. The sky's the limit, you know. I think when album, if I like an album straight away, I'm going to like it. Um, I think it takes a while. Speak on that. I think <laughs> it takes. I think it, I, it wouldn't. If I if I heard an album straight away, I wasn't too sure, and I was like, I'm not sure about this. I don't think it would particularly grow on me. I think the first impression really imprints on me in terms of albums, and straight away, I've I've had a positive experience with it and i've really mm. enjoyed it and i think that i'll just keep liking it more and i'll keep finding new bits i like um so yeah I, i'm i'm in i'd love you to find some that. new bits because at the moment it's just been the same shit for two years six out of ten okay, born great. to run <laughs> okay well mm, well, well yeah the that. born to yeah. run thing sort of comes back on this, on this album. more like <laughs> guys more like sean to run oh because of the drummer yeah. or, From, or or mourn to run Sean mm. Mourn mm. Run. Yeah. Sean Mourn Run. Yeah. yeah. Mourn to Run. Sean yeah. Mourn to Run. Yeah. 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 Mm. I should probably listen Bom. to the album more. Yeah, I think I think I think it's a cool, consistent album. It feels very autumnal in in well, the, in in a similar way to the, the way Lifeblood feels like winter. Uh, this mm. feels like an autumnal version of of Lifeblood. Um, cool. And I think I, I like Nicky's lyrics. I like that he is writing. It, it kind of reminded me of "This Is My Truth" lyrically, in that he's writing about being bored. <laughs> yeah, but then the last track is just COVID, government bad COVID. Yeah, Go- kind of. government with COVID. Well, hang on. Does this bad. album? Does, wait, is this album slag off the government? A couple of times. Yeah, can't necessarily uh, approve of that. Uh, yeah, that's okay. treason, isn't it? That's interesting. It is treason. treason. 
Yes, treason. Well, and, the manics Steve, are now wanted and, for treason. And, and Steve obviously like can't allow that. He has to. He's a civil oh, servant. Oh, he must so. remain impartial. Yes. Oh yeah, I haven't done that, have I? No, you've really <laughs> you got no, it that. We set, all about we set that. that up very early on, at the very very <laughs> beginning of the podcast, and then I've slagged off the Tories a lot. I think. Well, don't worry. Uh, Those me, boys me from and, Eton. Me and Steve have got you know a, a long drive up to Cardiff to go and see Mannix in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll listen to it non-stop on the way up. That sounds like a What do you think idea. they're going to play live from 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 the album? I reckon. They'll I reckon play the two I, singles. Uh, oh, you've beat me to it. I was going to say they're going to play like like. It is the is likely they'll play Orwellian and the Secret Orwellian Mist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could tell you because I could have seen them a week and a half ago, but I I didn't. No, good for you. Ooh. Good for keeping it for the boys. Because yeah. and you know we're going to see them on Monday, and Monday's for the boys. Uh, any weak spots, Steve? Yes, and I can't remember the name. Uh, I I don't really massively like "Don't Let the Night Divide Us." That's the one. It's it yeah. seems very. I think the melody is a bit irritating, and maybe the <laughs> lyrics. The lyrics may be a bit weak. I think that is the only. I mean that and the singles. I like the singles. Don't get me wrong; they're perfectly grown fine. Me, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the but, verses but, in the secret he had missed, which. Which is weird, actually, because The Secret He Had Missed is, is the one song that doesn't feel like it fits lyrically. It's okay. another one of those songs that's, like, biographical. It's about a brother and sister who are both artists. And the rest okay. of the album is so concerned with Nicky and his feelings <laughs> that, 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 like, The Secret He Had Missed doesn't really sort of fit for me. But those Maybe verses that's are cool and disco. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Like Adam, I don't like that Adam didn't ask me for weak points. Well, okay. because you started by saying that, the, you know, the whole album was a weak point. I didn't say weak. No, I didn't. I said it sounded like Postcast Young Man. If you remember, exactly I quite liked how I Postcast... inferred. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I inferred. <laughs> um, I would say Lucas's weak points are when he got interrupted by phone calls he didn't want to answer at work. That's probably enough, isn't it? We'll, we'll, go, we'll go into further details. I think we're scheduled for, like, January to do this. Sure. Did you hear how weird I said January? No. A January. <laughs> A January, a bong. Yeah. Oh, a bloody bong. A bloody bong. Right, okay. So, January, so by January, we'll have already started um, season three. And we'll be. Well, I think this is. We'll be deep into talking about. Oh, maybe about... it's March. Oh, I can't remember. But it'll we'll be, be a number of months from now. We're going to let all the context settle, see how it does in the charts. I think, you know, a lot of people are saying one of the reasons that they moved the release date is because there was an Iron Maiden album that was announced for the 3rd of September and Mannix knew they wouldn't get number one up against Iron Maiden. So maybe they're going to get number one uh, this week. We'll see. Um, well, listen up for the main episode when we're if- mid- midway through doing Lost Profits at that point. <laughs> God, there's some... Bloody yeah. hell, the context on that season's <laughs> real heavy. Um, uh, and, and enjoy listening to the album, or don't enjoy it. You know, the, the choice is yours. And also, you know, if, if anyone has listened to this before they listen to the album, you're insane. What's your problem? Yeah, really. What's odd. the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Um, I mean, you know, is there anything burning that you guys wanted to say? Bong. Okay. Steve? A bloody bong. I'll just add a quick little uh, a bong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Can you edit this in, actually? Bong. Okay, yeah, I'm going to add... Like, yeah, at that yeah. point. Which point? This point here. Thank you. Right. Bye. Yeah. I'm not going to do Bye. any of that. No, I know. 